Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. Just me and Dan this week. Hello! I was loud. Everyone oh, in my house is sleeping. I regret immediately doing that. <laughs> On 10 rude. bucks, I'm going to get a text from my sister that says, please be quiet in like two seconds. All right. Well, I'll, I'll put $10 yeah. on that. All right, bro. Let's get down to Brett. Let's get the let's let's get down to brass tax here. Get down, Brett. Brett down to Brett. Who's Brett? <laughs> let's get down. To, let's do let's do the brass tax. Let's lay it all, all on the table. All right. Sure. Uh, for those that don't know, this is a podcast where I just <laughs> scream into the microphone for forty five minutes. <laughs> all right, let's get it started. And, and I just try to continually talk over Dan. <laughs> that's fine. <clears throat> that's that's normally how it happens. Just, just kidding. It's uh, a podcast about video games. Hell yeah, dude. I wasn't I wasn't here last week. I missed a big episode, but you, Killing but you guys please. had a good episode talking about E three. Yeah, uh, Andy was there. He lived it, barely. barely. It's very weird. Weird E three um, this year. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's you could tell it's a transition year. The new consoles are out next year or will be announced. Well, they're gonna. Next well, year. you know, the next E three E three twenty twenty. They're gonna talk about them like fucking crazy. Yeah, they'll actually have like probably a release date, and you know. Well, uh, yeah, I would assume I everything we want to know about them will be announced by E three next year. Yeah, price point, what they look like, the actual title. I mean, like it's it's funny for PlayStation because like for them it's so easy, just PS five, like done mm-hmm. deal, set in stone. Xbox, there's like fucking Reddit conspiracy theorists. Like, what are they gonna call it? What are they gonna call? They're the next still Xbox? going. Project Scarlet is what they're what they're referring to it to publicly, even though that's not what it's actually called, right? They're still. Well, yeah, and I keep saying like what I've probably said it like a dozen times in our group chat. Like, what is it? What is its name? And then Andrew Pato was just say Project Scarlet, and like that's I like I, I'm not an idiot. I know that's what they're calling it right now, but like that's not what it's going to be marketed as. Like that's not going to be on. The Do you think it's going to be like a like a like a Project Scorpio thing where they kind of like hint at it, like where where like. You know, because, like, obviously the Xbox One X was called the Xbox One X, but everyone thought it was Scorpio, and then they gave you, like, a Scorpio edition because it would be something silly like that, or they're just going to play Drop the Scarlet and just name it, like, Xbox fucking dickweed or whatever. Two? Yeah, Xbox Two, <laughs> sure. I, to be honest, I would be surprised if they did the Scorpio limited edition route again. Yeah, it's kind of old um, news now, right? Yeah, I mean, like, if they did it again, like, I don't know. I Like... And to be completely honest, like, uh, we all bought the Scorpio edition, and, like, I ended up selling it and then just getting an Xbox One X later down the road. And, like, there's, besides just, like, the finish of it and, like, that really small... <laughs> this is <pr> Scorpio? <laughs> yeah, that you could, like, totally, like, just gloss over and not even, like, realize yeah. it's written on it. Like, there's really nothing different about it. No, I mean, like, so. it's kind of cool, you know, just the idea of it, sure. And, like, it doesn't it cost any extra money, so why not? But, yeah... Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't I mean, something like that. Like I would say, like you need to seek out because it's so fucking sweet. It's yeah, it's funny though because like with whenever like new consoles release, it's it's really cool. It's exciting. Like I'm always an idiot that's got to buy them right away. But like I wish that I just had like some willpower and I could hold off. Yeah. And wait until until they have like because like they always do limited edition. They're really ones, cool. And like not. That always yeah that looks. But there are some awesome. that are and, not like, that cool too. So you kind of really never well, know. 
Agreed. Like, I strongly agree with you, and you never know. But they release so There's many of them that, like, you know down the road at some point you're going to catch a really cool Well, that's, one, what, that's where they get you because then you get the people that, like, you know, maybe it's not any of us, but then you get the people who have, like, four PS4 Pros. Like, they have, like, the Spider-Man, and somehow they got, like, the 25th anniversary, and then they got that clear blue one, and then they have the regular one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could understand if you lived, like, in a household and you had a big family and it was, like, a dad and his, like, sons and they all had, you know, they were, like, a, a Sony family. Like, yeah. they all had their or own you and your bros. Yeah, or just you and the bros <laughs> living in your fucking dope PlayStation house. Um, like, maybe, sure, but whatever. And, like, but unless you're, like, a YouTuber or, like, somebody that is, a, like, in video games journalism, like, that they get sent to those True. consoles to, like, review yeah. and shit. You know, like you're not you're not gonna have you know you're not gonna stockpile. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's you know, some like, people out there though that that are just random course. dudes who just go, "Oh, this one's cool. I'll buy this too." Like, what you know, what do you think they do with them? I mean, I guess like displaying them is kind of cool, but then it's also like that's a really expensive thing to display to just have it sit on like on a, in a case somewhere or whatever. But I mean, yeah. people there's definitely. People just, there's definitely that one dude out there that probably has every oh, limited edition sure. one and has it displayed, and it's just an absolute like psychopath move. But at the same I time, it. like totally out, yeah, outside looking in, you'd be like, if you're somewhat initiated and interested in that stuff, you're gonna look at yeah. it. Yeah, like, whoa. Okay, There's one cool. dude. He's a he's a YouTuber. I think his name's like your average consumer or something um, like that. And he he does like uh, tech stuff and video not really video game stuff, but like he does like tech reviews and unboxings and that kind of shit. And he uh, has a really big collection of Xbox controllers, and like I always look at like whatever I like watch one of his videos. I'm like, that actually looks fucking awesome. Like he has like a big, uh, like a like a curio cabinet. Like it's white. Uh, I mean, it's glass, I should say, and it's just filled with all these wacky ass uh, Xbox One controllers. And I always think to myself, like, that actually looks pretty cool. But like at the same time, like, you know, that's just also kind of silly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, everybody, I guess it's all relative, because, like, you know, everybody has their, like, weird thing they collect, or something. Oh, yeah, and it just becomes, you know, after a certain point, it just becomes too much. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I say that with, like, action figures on my walls. Like, I have, at one point, like, I just was collecting shit so much that it was just like, okay, I'm just over this. I just stopped doing this. So, I mean, yeah. every, I guess everyone has their, has their thing. Well, that was, like, me, us with collector's editions. True. Like, I totally stopped buying... Like, there's, like, I'll, like, cherry-pick one yeah. a year that, like, I really like, and then even then I, like, have to literally, like... Like, I've thought about canceling the fucking Death Trend and Collector's Edition, like, a dozen times. Uh, yeah, I haven't pre-ordered any. I was gonna... I, I, if I remembered, I would've pre-ordered Cyberpunk, but I totally forgot until, like, one in the morning. See, I had the page for Amazon, like, ready to go when it went live, because I just happened to be sure. on break yeah. at the time. And I just, I didn't pull the trigger because, like, I looked at it, like, the price didn't really bother me. How much me. was it? 300 It was 200? just, like, it was 250 okay. And, like, of course, yeah, I should, oh, so let me rephrase. The price, yes, that did bother me a little bit. That is a tough pill to swallow. But at the same time, I just looked at it and I was like, I, like, this is just going to just be one of those things that I get. At first, it's really cool. It's and exciting when you get six months, you're like, uh, can I can actually take it up space. <laughs> Yeah, it's just taking up space, and I have to dust it, and it's just like I, I think it's just if, like you know, like, eventually having like a full apartment or, or like you have like a whole house to put up stuff, then it becomes a little different. I don't know. Even then, but then it just becomes different stuff. Like you just, Maybe. it's never. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But like I said, I'm sure it's all relative because I ha I have literally storage bins filled with Met giveaway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you cut those like legit like four storage yeah. bins to the point where like. I had to clean out my attic a few weeks ago because we got central yeah. air installed mm -hmm. in the house. 
and like just had them having them all like out in front of me like in the bins and like kind of looking through them i was like this is so yeah, much yeah so do you still collect do you still collect your fingernails clippings yeah yeah uh my belly button lint eye, eye boogers yeah yeah the eye cheese that you yeah. get in the morning yeah you collect all that right imagine a yeah. box of all that mm-hmm. stuff Ugh. dance stop yeah um oh what one more one more point yes. i want to make about consoles is that they were talking about it on i think giant beast cast i think last week maybe this week um and i kind of agree i really don't feel like i need a new console <laughs> like maybe it's just because i already well, bought the xbox one x like a year and a half ago and the pro two years ago but like i truthfully yep. like i don't have like that like really like like huge desire like to be like oh man i can't wait to see what the xbox two is and the PS5 is like you know like I know it's coming and like I know um, I'm gonna buy them yeah but truthfully it, like it's way different than like the you know PS2 to PS3 PS3 to PS4 launch, yeah. like I don't I just well the half the half steps have kind of ruined well, us. yeah for sure and with how advanced and like how far the technology and like just how accessible PC gaming has become well, and how much we do it now too we're like active PC yeah, gamers like, now yeah so I guess it's one of those things too maybe when I finally see like a console game running like myself or like or like, there's just like an abundance of like you know reports about how like a game runs so much better and i finally see like a game that the a quality a pc quality game that like i'm getting right now but on a console maybe then i'll just be like all right yeah okay i fucking need that but like I, you know besides them just giving us a laundry list of shit that they that they're promising like fucking you know sony ak fucking uh you know everything like yeah. obviously like you know that's cool in theory but like, show me, show me it. I need to see it. Yeah, big time, cool in theory. I just think that they're buzzwords that they're just using for marketing. Yeah. I've gone into this in depth before. That there's absolutely yeah, you no way. Melted that one episode when you were talking about it. Yeah, but I, I got my point across. Yeah. <laughs> um, like don't just anyone that listens to this and he, and is like excited at the the prospect of a PS5 or the next Xbox doing ray tracing or AK. Don't like, go fooled. back and listen happening. to like episode like I don't even know. Brad talks about it. Brad, I just I just I just gave them the quick version. Yeah. That was it. So we're done. Better than your half like, and half and uh, half an hour monologue you did that one episode. Well, I, Pat and Andrew were t- talking to me about it, or like just <laughs> no. It was it was my, good. You, you debunked it very well. My insane ramblings. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I, that was that was a fun episode. I think I texted everybody and said you guys that was a good episode. I enjoyed listening to. Your informed opinion. Great, thanks, man. Yeah, you're you're just the best. A huge fucking nerd, but it's fine. Whatever. It's yeah. great. It's absolutely it's great. Uh, my brother was over uh, last weekend, and he was like asking me all these questions about my PC and like all the random shit I have on my desk, and was just absolutely just like just lighting me up, just like torturing me. He kept making the South Park when he gets really into WoW. <laughs> yeah, your brother. My, my bedroom. Your brother loves doing that to you. Oh, he torments me, man. That's what brothers I guess. are for. I don't got a brother, so it's fine. Yeah, you just have a sister that texts you when you're loud. Yeah, but she doesn't make fun of my lunatic. nerdy stuff. It's fine. That's true. You got that yeah, cover for me. So, all right. Speaking of, speaking of nerdy stuff, yeah. Dan. What was announced at E3 that you're excited uh, about? Okay, so. I mean, I won't go too much into it, but these are my highlights just because I missed last week. Um, so I didn't really get to talk about them. Um, so let me just... I have all the 
pages up, so let me go through the conferences quick. There's a couple each. So the Ubisoft conference had a couple things. I really thought Gods and Monsters looked really cool. Um, that was like that... Wish we saw some more of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't really know what the fuck it is. It just You just know what well, looks like Breath, Breath of, the, of Wild. the Wild meets Assassin's Creed. I love, like, like mythical stuff. Like, you know, like, like, like kind of, like, historical things. Like, not actually historical things, but, like, stuff that are, like, that's, like, real things. Like, not made-up monsters, like harpies and, and, you know, hydras and stuff like that. So it looks... It looks really cool, but I, I want to know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what kind of game it is, exactly. Um, but I thought that was that looked really cool. Um, I was super into that. Um, what else we got? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege stuff looked cool. Oh, I'm actually kind of into the... the uh, Tom Clancy's Breakpoint stuff, actually, is kind of getting me a little bit more than I thought it would. Okay, all so, right. That's yeah, I, I I truthfully didn't ever didn't give any shits. I mean, as you know, we've talked about this extensively, but like uh, Wildlands did not do it for me. But I, I will admit, Breakpoint looks a little more like a, a, a focused vision of like what they want that game to be. Because Wildlands, like I know the story was absurd, and I know you don't really play for the story, um, and it was like not really gritty, but like kind of I guess kind of at the same time. But this Breakpoint seems more like they kind of know what they want to go for, and they're going. You know what I'm saying? Rather yeah. than it's more, it's, well, because, like, they've, and they've, like, the second realizations of the games, like, the series that they have, they're way more fleshed out and way more yeah. realized, so, like, think about it, like, you know, obviously Siege, you can't really use that example, but they've, like, you know, worked on it enough where it's, like, you know, it's it's totally morphed into its own thing, Division 1 to Division 2, like, significant, like, you know, kind of, like, big jumps in terms of, like, what they were trying to do, yeah. um... You know, and like you go across the board at their franchises, that's kind of how they do things. You know, Ubisoft. So true. Yeah, but I know. Obviously, Watch Watchdogs one to two, fucking night and day. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Hopefully, Watchdogs two to three is another step up. You need to play Watchdogs two before you can make a statement like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. Um, all right, so uh, Microsoft uh, had had. Uh, I was a little overwhelmed overall by their. Uh, their press conference. I kind of wish we got mo- we got more information on the Scarlet um, or their next Xbox. The Keanu Reeves moment was obviously very cool, but you know, obviously, everyone in, in the gaming world also thinks it was really cool. So whatever. Um, I thought Double Fine joining uh, Xbox Studios was really cool because I like Double Fine games. Um, so now that they have more money to kind of put into things, I-, I hope they still stay very indie. You know, I really don't want them to like start like 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 even though I know he was joking during it, but. Uh, um, I uh, can't think of his name now. Uh, the guy, uh, Tim Schafer, joking about how he's going to make Halo stuff. Like, even though I know he was joking, but in my head, I'm like, I don't really yeah. don't want that to ever happen. Like, I want him to make his weird, freaky little games, and that's it. Um, but having some more money backed was cool, and then maybe could put stuff out a little faster because they're not necessarily a, a, a quick studio with, with releasing games. But um, I thought that was cool. Um, I thought the new Elite controller they showed off was really dumb. It look, looks very much like just the one that we had. Um, was hoping for a little more there. Um, and that does definitely doesn't look like someone who already has an Elite controller would want to buy that one personally, unless like they like unless their one is like like maybe like an initial release one or it's just old. But to, uh, I've been uh, eyeing the new Elite controller for a while. But that's uh, I thought that was a little underwhelming. Um, Tales of Arise, I'm very, very excited for. That's the next Tales game. I know I mentioned this 
when it was leaked that they were going to announce it, but they actually showed off gameplay. It looks awesome. Um, it looks actually looks like the next-gen version of a Tales game. Like, those games have kind of been stuck in, uh, in kind of like this middle ground between PS4 and PS3 for a while, where they've got it better, but they just they just really haven't, like, really blown me away in a while in terms of, like, what they look like, and this one actually looks really cool. Um, I think it's All a big right. step up from Tales of Berseria, which was the last one that came out, um, besides, like, the, the remake Tales of Vesperia that came out uh, earlier this year that I still haven't got the, uh, yet to play. Um, but I am very excited for that. Um, I want to know. I need to know more about Elden Ring. Um, there's, uh, there's some limbs, some severed limbs. I know. Yeah, but, yeah. We all need to know more about yeah, Elden Ring. But re- regardless, very excited. Um, Dragon Kakarot is an odd one for me because, like, I, I, you know, back like in the day, like Toonami. I watched a good amount of Dragon Ball Z, so, like, that, like, a, the original stuff is really cool, and, like, some kind of, like, RPG-type of open, maybe not open world, but, like, kind of, like, game where you play through some of, like, the, you know, classic fights in Dragon Ball Z, it could be really cool, um, but the game doesn't look that good just yet, so I really hope, like, that turns out to be something cool. I don't know if you're excited for that, Brian? No. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure Pat would be on my side here. Uh. Sure about that? Yeah, Pat likes Dragon Ball Z. No, he was. Yeah, was he not I into guess. that? No, of, co- of course he oh, does. Oh, okay. I thought you were being serious. Shit. Okay, I, was, I wasn't sure. Um, one game I don't think is cool at all, honestly, it does not do anything for me. The Outer Worlds is a game people keep talking about. Just absolutely nothing for me. What? Why? I don't know. It just looks like a. It looks janky. It looks like kind of Fallout, but just different. I don't know. It's it's made by the the guys that did New Vegas. And oh, New shit. Vegas yeah, is you're like right. Huge, All right, is like well, a cult I don't. Lesson, yeah, man. well, no, I know. I love New Vegas. I'm the next guy. But again, I like New Vegas in 2013 when it came out. Outer Worlds literally looks like New Vegas again in 2019. No, I, I think you're a little off base there. But hey, you're entitled to your opinion. Well, I guess regardless, guy. it just it's just isn't doing anything for me just yet. It, obviously, when it comes out and everyone talks about how great it is, I'll change my tune. But right sure. now, it's not doing much for me. Okay, that's fa- fine. 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 Um and. It's also supposed to be, like, a pretty short, like, realized experience. Like, it's not, like, this, like, vast open world, like, crazy, like, Fallout 3 RPG. It's literally supposed to be, like, 30 hours, like, you know. Like, More concise, 30 hours is not, kinda, like, yeah, yeah like, a, like, very thought out and thoughtful, not just, like, yeah, like, you know, crazy open world that just, like, you could just get lost in and do a bunch of sure. random shit. Like, it's supposed to be, like, everything's supposed to be pretty, like, you know, thoughtful. Right. Well, if that's the case, then I'm, that makes me a little more excited. Well, that's one of the main reasons I'm really looking forward to it because, like, I, you know, there's so many. We're just, it's it's just a gross, like, amount of just crazy big open world games the past yeah. two years. So, like, a more concise, you know, anything that's, like, a, um, you know, more linear experience, I'm welcome. Oh, yeah. It, just because there's too no, many. No, open world fitigue is, is, is real. Is, is Set, setting yeah, it hard. Real, real hard. <laughs> like, any time, like, even now, like, any open world game, even, like, a game like Cyberpunk, I'm, like, very excited for Cyberpunk, but at the same time, like, I know it's going to be this fucking 100-hour crazy thing. And it's in the back of my head, like, whenever those games come out, I don't get excited. I go, like, oh, fuck. Like, okay. Like, I know I it's, it's a go- little going to be for, good, but I... Yes and no for me. I, I definitely get what you're saying, but, like, I hope Cyberpunk is, like, kind of similar in the sense where it's, like, Witcher 3 where they, like, put you in specific areas. And, like, because with Witcher 3, like, the map changes three times. Uh-huh. So it's not, like... It's not that huge, it's not but as, there's just... That's what it's I'm just saying. A dense, it's very long. Yeah, it's a dense game is more what I'm throwing out there. 
and I'm fine with a dense game. I just don't want to feel overwhelmed all the time when I'm playing. Like, whenever I open up the map for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like, dread, anxiety. Like, it's yeah. literally just looking at the, the sheer, just the map is covered in shit. Yeah. It's just so overwhelming. Yeah. Like, with Witcher 3, it was just like, There's you know, a lot you had of your question quest marks. log. It was always, there was a lot of question marks, but, like, it just never felt like it was, like, you know, you could at least scroll pretty quick to the other side of the map and know if you got on Roach, you would get there sooner than later. Whereas with Odyssey, it's like, oh, I got to get on a boat and then get off the boat and then get back on my boat. And huh. then it's going to be like 30 minutes of sailing and then off my boat and back on the boat. And I'm not even halfway across the map yet. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Odyssey was a very large hill for me to climb to finally, like, have a real, like, feeling that, like, I like I know this map. I'm getting the hang of it. Like, I'm okay. Like, it took me a while to get there. But, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Odyssey, in the beginning, is like, oh, what is this? Yeah, uh-huh, but it's impressive uh-huh. in a way. But, again, I, I just, there's only so many of those games that I can play. So, so yeah, Outer Wilds, them saying it's a shorter Outer experience. Worlds. Fucking sign Outer me Worlds. up. Outer Worlds. Whatever, man. <laughs> um, all right. It's late. Yeah, it is. It is late. All right, last two games from the Microsoft conference I'll mention quick. Uh, I loved Age of Empires uh, growing up. Age of Empires 2. I used to go to. The, I used to make my mom drive me to the library because we didn't. I didn't have it at home to play Age of Empires two, um, so I'm very excited for that to be re released, um, and uh, well, the definitive edition, I guess, with apparently 4K graphics. Very, very excited for that. It's coming out this fall, and um, the Blair Witch game looks really fucking cool. Uh, I don't know anything about it, obviously, because there's just a little teaser trailer, but it looked looked uh, looked really cool. Looks like a like a, a horror game, like like a different type of horror game. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, what do we have? I have Microsoft. Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda was also pretty underwhelming for me. I thought Ghostwire Tokyo obviously looked really cool. Deathloop also looked really cool. Um, Doom Eternal looks cool, but it looks just like a better version of Doom. It really didn't do anything too crazy for me. Um, but regardless, obviously I know a lot of people were talking about like that was like their game of the show. I played really well. Um, I think because it just seems like they kind of knew exactly what they were going for in the first and, Do- and Doom twenty sixteen Doom. Obviously, everyone fucking loves. So uh, so it's kind of I kind of feel like it was a it was a slam dunk from the beginning. So um, yeah, that was I guess that was it that really stuck out for me in Bethesda. Um, Nintendo, I think was probably my favorite press conference altogether. Um, I thought the Breath of the Wild sequel uh, surprise announcement at the end was awesome. I'm really curious what it's going to be. Um, I know, like, the, the zombie man is supposed to be Ganondorf's body that they found. And I know that it pans out at the end of that trailer. Um, so, like, it, it's going to take place in that Hyrule. Like, it, it's a like, direct, direct sequel. So I'm hoping for... Um, I'm hoping for it's kind of like a Majora's Mast... Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask kind of like upgrade like me it's maybe takes you to it some form of a different place um I hope it's a little more like spooky um which uh, Majora's Mask kind of was um you know so I I I, I because like I've, I've said it before that like I like I love Breath of the Wild one probably one of my favorite games of all time I don't think it, t- it trumped like Ocarina of Time for me and stuff like that um, but I don't. I didn't know if I wanted another one of those. Like I, 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 I don't know if I'm just calling me like a Zelda purist, but like I just missed having traditional dungeons. Um, the open world was cool, but like 
it was very open world. So, like, I'm just curious where they go with this. I don't know if it's going to literally just be Breath of the Wild's map, but just changed, and just a whole different story, and they just really kind of doubled down on Breath of the Wild to call this Breath of the Wild 2, exactly. Like, you know, that's what it is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the camp where, as much as I love Breath of the Wild, it's like the open world, to me, is just boring in that game really i mean i i wouldn't i wouldn't say bore i mean i teach their own i guess um it could be it can be boring but i it, usually i always felt like i was doing something kind of worth it yeah sure i mean like i don't know I, i'm at a point now and like i still haven't finished it um and i'm not discredit i'm not trying to say the game's not amazing it is very very yeah. good um but like i'm at a point now where i literally just have a guide up like on my ipad when i play that just has literally the map is just marked with all the shrines and I open up my map I look at what shrines I've done so I miss one over there I go over there see if it's like one of the quest shrines or if I could just like go right into it and yeah. do it you know it's just like now it's just like a checklist you know there's yeah. like nothing really yeah, interesting okay, that's, on I guess the map that's a point. you know and like when you find like a little town or something for the first time like yeah it's neat and cool and you like get a couple interesting quests throughout the game but I don't know like I think that that game for some reason like people act like it's, it's this revolutionary open world that like every game needs to now like copy but like i don't know I, maybe it's just it's lost on me i mean some in reason. some ways i mean it's pretty spectacular that how big the world is but how there really is something to do or look at every nook and cranny in there and like yeah i mean like it has that that thing where you could just look out in the distance and just go to that thing that looks and, cool and it's something you know yeah, but, like, I feel like every open-world game kind of has that, you yeah, know? Like, I don't know. It's... I guess. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm not going to act like the open world was, like, the most magical thing I, I ever, like, you know, played in, in my life. Yeah. But no, I like the climbing mechanic. I thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah, they do some very different things. The climbing mechanic is probably the best fucking thing, and then when you go and play other games, you're like, why can't I, I just Let me fucking everything? climb this wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, there was certain things that I didn't really like. The weather mechanics, oh, specifically fuck, when fuck, it's raining, yeah, you shit. can't climb shit. And then when it's lightning out, you have to take, you have to take off all your fucking armor. Well, you, like, unless you're just, well, unless you're wearing the leather yeah. suit. Like Which a, is, it, like, I'm fucking it's mass cool, murderer. cool, because it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, man, come on, it's a fucking video game. Let me, let me, let me play, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just, it's a Zelda game for for what it is. It's, a, it's amazing, and I, you know, any Zelda sequel is really cool. Yeah, know, 100%. Like Majora's Mask wasn't a one-to-one -one sequel. It was like a re, like, it, you know, the time mechanic and all that stuff, and, like, you use the same assets, and which is great. Well, I love no, it, it was, but, like, it was a total one-to-one -one sequel. It literally was a direct, direct sequel from, it It begins, like, a week after the uh, Ocarina of Time ends. I mean, there's different mechanics well, like, you know in what it, I, mean? I guess. But it was the the mechanics were specific to where you were, like the area you were in. But it wasn't like a, a direct okay. sequel. It, it, yeah. Yes. Thank you. F yeah. Just that you know needed to be rephrased. So, um, I'm curious how this what this is going to yeah, be. Sam. But regardless, so. I'm excited. But I wasn't expecting to get that. Of course, everybody should be yeah. excited for. It. And one thing I'm excited for that I don't think anyone else is is the Dragon Quest Heroes in uh, Smash Brothers because I just recently played that game. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, but truthfully, I, when do you? Huh? Where's the slime? I mean, this like they're going to be in, like the levels and stuff, but you're not going like, to play as a slime. <laughs> they're good boys, the slimes. Uh, well, I guess we'll get to this before, but uh, Kid is a High Rule got like a surprise release, and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I thought that was cool. Uh, all the stuff they showed off of Luigi's Mansion Three was really cool. Um. 
I am pretty excited for this Trials of Mana re-release. Um, I've never gotten into the Mana games, and I've always wanted to. And they came out with uh, the Secret of Mana re-release two years ago, a year ago, but apparently it's really bad, and that's why I didn't play it, but I would I would have loved to jump into it. So they're remaking Trials of Mana, which is the third one that was only released in Japan, which is very confusing, um, and that's coming out next year, and that I am very excited for. It's Apparently it's called Seiken Denetsu 3. I uh, don't know. So, there's uh, also a collection of mana which has all three of those games, too. So, I don't know. It's also 3D, which also looks cool. So, I'm excited for that, because that's apparently supposed to be, like, their attempt at making, like, those games relevant in the West. I know that does not interest you whatsoever. Um, nope. But I'm excited for it. Uh, cool. They need to stop talking about Dragon Quest XI Definitive Edition. We know it's coming. They keep fucking talking about it. Who, who cares? Um... Witcher 3 on Switch, uh, if it runs well, is a cool idea. I don't think I would play it, but um, the idea the idea right. is cool. Uh, yeah, I think that was... That's the 3 No, it. well, the Square Enix quick, but that was that was uh, Nintendo. All right, Square Enix had a couple things right now quick. I'm uh, really not sold to the Avengers yet. I need to see more. I need to maybe play a demo. I don't know. I know Andrew kind of had the same feelings. Just a little lukewarm on it, and like I, I think it, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they use the same Avengers that we're so used to in the movies, and having them look a little bit different just makes me feel weird about it. Even though like it makes uh -huh. sense, they're not gonna get Chris Evans and Robin Downey Jr. to be in this fucking games. No, but I mean like at the, to to be honest, like part of me felt like after I've thought about it more, like they, why not? Like they should have. I guess yeah. Like why yeah? Because like. I don't know, like, getting Nolan North and Laura fucking Troy Baker is cool. Like, they're all great voice actors. They'll do good jobs, sure, of course. But, like, you know, I, like, and I know that they're going to add. It's going to be, a, like, a games as a service thing. And, like, they're going to, like, they teased um, Ant-Man at the end. He got his own, like, little trailer. Yeah. And, like, they, you know, they kind of said that they were going to, you know, add more Avengers. And, like, hopefully it gets, like, they add, like, wacky weird ones that are, like, really interesting and cool. Because, like, I don't know, the idea of, like, like you, like we've seen a bazillion hours of these characters. Like we know what Thor does, we know what Captain America yeah, does. Yeah. We know, you know, yeah. it's like, like you know, I think it was um, uh, Kotaku split screen specifically. Maddie Meyer said, like, why didn't they do She Hulk and like you know she rattles off different like, different a Avengers, dozen, yeah, a dozen different Avengers, and she's like, I know it wouldn't have been as marketable, but why didn't they go that route? because then they could have just done, like, a, so many interesting stories and not, like, the story we already know. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, I'm, you know, put me down as intrigued on this one. I'm not ready to write it off just yet because that would be unfair. No, me, yeah, so. I'm not trying to write it off, but I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not fully on board. I'm, like, climbing onto the ship. I'm, like, looking, looking up at the, sh like, at the ship going, like, do I, do I, do I, do I get on that ship? But I'm not, but I'm not standing on the ship. I'm not on the nah. I'm not on the, don't, don't I'm not on the poop the deck, as some sailors would say. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't be on not the poop, poop deck. deck. Uh, so I was talking about this with Pat, and Pat is very good at defending the things he likes to the to the to the tooth and nail. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if he likes it, he'll he'll die on that hill real good. So we're talking about Final Fantasy VII. Looks great. Never played it. I know it's great. I know it's one of Pat's favorite games. Whatever. Uh, what I want to know, which is I think what they should have told me. Is I know the first game is still episodic. First game takes place in Midgar. Apparently, from what I've been hearing, Midgar is a very small portion of the entire game. Fine. Okay. First, first port, first fucking game that comes out next year. 
It's going to be in Midgar. But they didn't tell me, like, wh- when the next one's coming out, like, what what that's going to cover, how much that's going to be. If I had to spend another $60 on that shit, or I get it for free, or whatever the case may be, they didn't tell me any of that. And they should have told me. I, sh- I should know. I should know. what. Like, at least, even if, the, even if they haven't even started that, that portion of the game, whatever, but, like, they should say, like, okay... Midgar, Final Fantasy VII Episode One Midgar, that's coming out March, whatever this is coming out, March 20th, I think, March 3rd, uh, like that, next yeah. year, uh, and then to be announced 20, 2021 release of Final Fantasy VII Episode Two, uh, Butthole Palace, I don't know, whatever the next part of that game is, because I've never played it, I don't know, you know, something, or just tell me, or you're going to have to spend uh, more money, and I know they're marketing it as... Like, this is going to be a full-fledged game. Like, I know Jason Trier was talking about how, like, this, like, uh, one of the first battles you do, or, a ba- I don't know, an early-on battle, which, like, in the original game is, like, a 30-second quick thing, and now it's this, like, 10-minute boss fight with phases and stuff. Um, don't remember what the enemy was. I think it was, like, some type of robot. Um, so it's obviously they're really beefing this out to make this a game, which makes me think that it's going to be, like, this comes out, two years later, another one comes out, another $60, two years later, another $60. And, like, that still doesn't just sit right with me at all. Like, I, I, I still, like, you know, again, never played it. I don't know. I, you know, and Pat was defending it, uh, like, kind of, like, you know, saying, well, like, they, you know, that they're, like, been taking a lot of time to do this. So, like, they haven't really had time to do other parts. And I was like, well, that's not really fair. Like, you know, I feel like they kind of should tell you kind of what you're, you're getting into with this. Because, obviously, if you play this one, you're going to want to play more. Because I'm assuming that when you beat this first episode it's gonna end on a cliffhanger because that that would be like playing a third of a game and going like come back in two fucking years pal see the rest of it like i gotta hate that truthfully you know and like maybe they do it in a way where it kind of ends where like you won't feel like that i don't know what the story's like in the original i mean this is more of a question i guess for someone i mean you've played final fantasy 7 so like well i guess you we don't really know when exactly it ends but like yeah, they're saying that they're fleshing out a lot of the Midgar stuff, and uh, like it's it's more interesting now, um, like knowing that because I was also kind of curious about how that was all going to play yeah. out, and like just being one episode, like I was curious like how many episodes this game really was going to be. Um, so, all things considered, I mean, it could be just three parts, and this one episode could be like forty hours long, which I'm sure it's going you know, to like, be. But like, I just I I don't know. I just. I just still don't, don't really yeah, love that. Yeah, I mean, that. Like, don't get, I'm, I'm definitely with you. Like, I think it sucks because, like, with a game like that and with a story like that, the story's, the, to me, it's still the best Final Fantasy story. Um, and I think there's a lot of people out there that will 100%, agree. 100%, yeah. Or would agree. So, like, playing through it, that, you know, for someone like you who gets really into games, especially when they're well-written and the story's good and, like, you are, like, super into fucking RPGs, like, you're going to be balls deep in this and then it's going to end probably on a cliffhanger and then you got to wait like that's, a year and a half. Yeah, that's what you I know? mean. That's what bothers me. It's going it's going to kill and you. And it's like it's like they're just like I also in a way I feel like they're milking it. Like I have to buy 360 dollar games to play. Wait, can you say that say that word milking, again? Milking? Milking me? Milking me. <laughs> they're going to they're going to be milking. Mel- they're they're milking me. Milking me. Uh, for three games when like it was at one point one game, but I mean if it yeah, so just so just go out and buy yourself a PlayStation One. And well, no, it's out. I can buy. I can buy four discs. I can buy that shit on fucking PS4 right now. Play. That pack keeps telling me to do that, but uh, I'm not a fucking nerd, so I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, don't. don't. But yeah, so I don't um, know. I don't know. It's it's an interesting model. 
I mean, it's I'm curious like how it's all gonna work and how much time in between. I mean, like if they if they bump up the release date of the second part and it's only three parts, it might not be so bad. I don't know, man. We're just gonna. Well, sorry, maybe maybe they'll make it better, or maybe it'll be like if you buy the first one, you get the second one at a discount or something, which won't be that bad. And maybe maybe they're closer to to release on all of the parts, and they've been just very coy about it, and then. They'll go like, oh, yeah. uh, this is March, this one's September, the next one's like next March or something. Then I'll be like, all right, I can fuck with that. Like, sure. But like... Yeah, if it's, you know, if each one's like 20 bucks and it's throughout the course of the year, it's 30 bucks and it just equals, you know, it's a little bit more than the price of a regular game, but it ends up being like 100 well, over 100 Well, I think of it as like DLC. Like, you know, that like we've, we've spent like now on Siege, we've all spent like well over 100 bucks on all the DLCs. So yeah. think of it. I, I'll think of it that way. I don't know. I gotta see, but I, for right now, I'm, I am I am skeptical. Same thing. Looking at the boat, not on the boat yet. Um, Final Fantasy VIII is getting remastered. Pretty excited about that. I heard that one's good. Um, might check that one out. Uh, there was other. Oh, Odi Naki. That's the guys who did. Uh, that's Tokyo RPG Factory. Guys who did I Am Tsuna and uh, Lost Fear. Um, very excited for that. Looks really cool. I liked it. I have a lot. Never got into Lost Fear, but I've always wanted to try it. Uh, Last Remnant Remastered comes out, or is out, as of last week um, on Switch. Would like to check that out, but I don't know if I'll get around to it, but it does look cool. Um, that was an RPG I never got to play on PS3. Um, so I was excited. Kind of like a random release, but I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's all my, my, main, my main points there. Thank you for thank you for listening to me. Dan's E three review. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Uh, all right, so I guess let's go over games we're playing quick, and then we'll get into some recent news, which is quick, um, and then we will uh, sell off into the sunset. Great. Right, bro, what have you been playing? A lot of Destiny. Whoa! No way! Tell wilds. me about the Destiny. Uh, Destiny season opulence is really great. Uh, we talked about it before here a couple times. Uh, just reiterating the fact that the new mode Menagerie is really cool. It's a lot better when you're um, appropriate light level and not 690. They're not there. I yeah, hate I, that first you, time we read it. I did not like it. Not like it at all. I was like, it's not fun. Now that I'm actually appropriate level, we can actually beat the encounters. It's a lot of fun. Yep, it's fun. Like trying to get the challenges done where you do them in a certain amount of time, yeah. or you do things like you know, there's. Like, they've now added with the Triumphs, and especially now that, like, there's a currency tied to the Menagerie and to those Triumphs. So, like, now every time I go into the Menagerie, I, like, look to see, like, oh, maybe we could get, like, one of this, this one done or that yeah, one Yeah, there's done. stuff and, to, like, like play for. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and they, um, next week they'll introduce the Heroic modifier to the Menagerie, so that should be pretty cool. So, obviously, we're probably, like, 15 points away from the level cap, so we're pretty much getting there. Well, I'm at uh, the level Which feels really nice. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're pretty close to being raid ready. Hopefully we could try the new raid within a week or two so we could talk about it here while it's still pretty relevant. That'd be nice. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. I mean, me, me and you did just join a, a Destiny 2 Discord that has like a million fucking members. Yeah, shout so. out to uh, the four million members in there. You guys you guys yeah. are real MVPs. Real MVPs. Uh, just Sherpa us, please. Um and uh, yeah, so that's I'm not we're not we don't have to talk too much about Destiny. I think everybody knows that this is a fucking a pseudo Destiny podcast. So, Pretty much, um, we we really like it. Uh, the fucking new shit's actually way sooner than anybody thinks. September's gonna come. Yeah, so it's fast. gonna come really fast. I keep thinking about how that's gonna be here way before I know it. 
Yeah, which is awesome. Um, I mean, I no complaints here on that. No way. So, yeah. all right, Dan. I've had a lot to say about Outer Wilds uh, the past few weeks. Um, I've I'm going to talk about how uh, towards the end of the game, I definitely feel like I've lost a lot of my steam. Yeah. It's definitely fallen way out of my game of the year uh, category. Yeah. I still, I still love it. I still think it's very unique. I haven't finished it yet because the end of the game is very frustrating, yeah. at least for me personally. No, me too. Um, so, Dan, why don't you talk about your experience with Outer Wilds from the very beginning? All right. So, um, her, from you talking about it and just other people talking about it, I was very excited to try it. looked really cool. Um, there was some type of exploration game. Didn't really know much about it. Uh, started up. Loved it initially. Like, the music was really cool. I uh, liked the art style. Uh, looked like looked simple enough. Um, and then I started to get going. And then at first it was cool. I was like, oh, fuck it. Right, sun blows up. All right, cool, whatever. Like, you know, I, I, I get it. And then once I started to actually start doing shit, like, I actually really start, like, exploring or, like, finding somewhere where I want to go and then just, just having so many issues getting there or, like, spending too much time trying to figure out how to get into something and having the sun blow up on me or, like, my ship fucking flies into a something or like a rock hits me and I die or whatever the case may be or run out of oxygen because I got lost. It just gets to a point where that's that just it just happened too often to me that I just wasn't finding it fun. Um, there was a there's a couple. It, 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 I just always kind of feel like the idea of like this aimless exploration and just having to stumble across things that that you need to see, but like have a constant timer like timing you they just work against each other very much and like yeah I've got to do some stuff no problem found what I need to find plenty of time left over we're almost to the point where I flew into the fucking sun because I, I wanted to die just to just well, did reset you, the loop I, you, did you learn the meditation? no I, he won't fucking teach me it I saw that so I gotta figure I gotta figure out why <laughs> his, the, the, so the like, option's not there for him to teach me that so okay so like I learned the meditation and that's something I did entirely on my own yeah. Um, which is cool. Like coming across that, learning it, like, you know, there's the the moments in this like if you're someone who's just willing to spend the time and is just like not bothered by the time loop, like you could just go as far as you think you can go and when it hits, it hits, and then you just kinda start over and go back to what you're doing. Like more power to yeah. you. But like now that I'm at now that I'm at the end of it and like I need to do very specific things. Very specific and things. And also and just yeah, and just to backpedal a little bit, and I don't mean to just interject entirely on your your points there, but like I don't know how anyone figured out how to do this. Some shit. of the shit, like, yeah, hundred percent. Like it's such like a, a jump in logic and like like piecing things together or like just doing certain things in planets. Where you're like, what? Like, like how would I know I've to even do this? I've, yeah, and like I was going through the rumors page, or yeah, it's the rumors page, right, on the ship. The uh, ship it, log. Chip log, yeah. Oh, there's rumors. So I was, yeah, if you don't know something officially, it's it calls it a rumor, yeah. Yeah, so I was going through all that stuff, and I was trying to figure out how, because there's one thing you have to do on Ash Twin, uh, so for anyone that's played it, that's a planet that literally when it starts, it's just a giant ball sand. of sand. <laughs> yeah. And then over time, it, like, deteriorates, and, like, it, it is, like, circulating around another moon or planet. That's fire, or like and a fire on it. Or, no, that's a fire. I'm thinking of, uh, the other, anyway, keep going, sorry. Yeah, you're thinking about yeah, Pearl yeah, Harbor. Um, so, yeah, these two planets are circulating one another. One is literally just like a ball of sand, and the sand starts to diminish, and it's being transferred to the other planet. 
So there's there's there are two separate planets that you can explore and do things on, and the time mechanic and the sand mechanic works in both ways. So there's on the one planet you have to wait until the sand, as it starts to like deteriorate and diminish, it it then like exposes um, structures for you to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other planet, there's structures that you can explore, but then it starts to fill up with sand. So then you're on like you know, uh, uh, so you're not only on a race against time because the game's on a time clock, but the sand is filling up that like you know these caverns and this area for you to explore. So like that's kind of like a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> but Ashwin specifically, like, like you have to wait a pretty decent amount of time for the sand to like totally diminish to do some things, and like. I just never would have imagined, like, like you said, it's just these crazy jumps in logic, or like I feel like people just like stumbled onto them, and then like then they tell people online. I don't know, man. It's like, especially like for me to to actually, because I've gotten credits twice now, mm-hmm. both literally just by accident. Yeah, <laughs> which are really cool. Don't get me wrong, but, but also like, like uh, it's uh, not the end of the game. It's not like the real yeah. end. Yeah, and like. I want to see the real ending. So, like, I've literally tried to get there probably four or si- four to six times. And, like, with just the amount of time it takes and, like, feeling rushed and not being able to get, like, the run down the right way, it's just frustrating. Yeah. And, like, it's – like, I'm not – I'm at the point now, like, where I – like, went the first ten hours of this game, like, just unique, fun, like, just, like, this giddy – like sense of exploration that you don't find in a lot of games just because like there's no hand holding uh-huh. it's literally just go out on your own like read about like this you know all the the mystery and all that stuff yeah. and that's like super like fun and just different and interesting and but now it's just literally like I had to like look up like alright like how to finish this game like you know because I wasn't smart enough to like put the trail of breadcrumbs together you know well like, a- anybody that I've listened to now on podcast even like Kirk Hamilton who like who said this is like his like one of it was gonna be one of his all time favorite games even said he had to look some stuff up like so like I, I don't I think that's just w- what it is especially towards the end of the game because some of that stuff is is ridiculous like, like you know and like I've had to look some stuff up too like I, I, I found a guide that kind of gives you a uh, like a recommended path so I've been trying to follow that but like when I actually get to these places I'm trying to find organically trying to find what I'm supposed to do on my own. Um, my big thing, I agree with all your points. My big thing, too, there's a lot of platforming, more than I think there should be. Uh, I understand, like, needing to make these places dangerous and, like, you know, some sense of failure, so it's like you're not just strolling in and, oh, okay, now I know what's going on here. Oh, okay, now I know what's going on here. Beat the game in fucking three hours, probably, if you just waltz into every building and find what you're, what you're trying to find and that's it. But, like, dying because, like, stairs are weird and, like, crumble underneath you four times to fly back to the planet, that's not fun. That is not fun at all. That, I, I do not find that fun, that fun one bit. And maybe that's me. I don't know. Um, also, f- go, coming across things on planets that you don't know if it's a thing. Like, it might be a thing, but it might completely, completely, completely useless. I, that's also kind of, like, I, I, don't, I don't really find that fun. I don't like spending an hour of my time going through some place to find it really not helping me at all. Just some obscure text that, like, Yeah, like, we're just, like, really them, like, talking it, about, like, you know, like, what they're gonna have for lunch, because, like, it's a little silly like an, that. Yeah, or an anglerfish or something, yeah. and you're just so like, it's like, oh, okay, neat. you know, I didn't really need to do this. Yeah, and, like, some people, you know, probably really enjoy that, and they want to just get as much out of the story as they possibly well, can, but at the same time... yeah. Uh, not, not no. me at that Same. moment. You know, like, I don't know. I got past that stuff where, like, 
exploring and learning was all well and good and just like i don't know like I, it just felt like after a certain point it's just like not like it was unnecessary information but like you know it's obviously they're, they're trying to fill out like these like flesh out characters but like you can only do so much between like fleshing out the story and then just fluff you sure know? and also like i mean I, I get it too because like obviously the only thing they have to flesh out the the characters that you're trying to like you'll know, find out what they were doing is by just text there's nothing else there's no voice logs you 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 know, they're not, they're not around yeah. anymore to talk to. So, like, I understand, like, having a lot of text to kind of try to flesh out personalities and all of them, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, did you, uh... Yeah, so, minor spoiler, did you do the Quantum Moon? Say that again. Brad, you broke up a little bit. Did you do the Quantum Moon? I'm, that's my... After this fucking jellyfish, that's my next step. So, okay. so it's... it's After this, the Quantum Moon, and then it's the end game stuff. So, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm, I'm touching it. I'm touching. I'm touching the tip. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right behind me. Yeah. So, so the qu- quantum moon is really cool. Uh, it's that's one of the more interesting puzzles in the game for sure. Yeah. Um, that was another thing that I literally had to look up because I was trying to figure it out on my own, and fucking like could not establish that in my brain. Sure. Um, but like the character you find there and like how that all plays out is really really neat. Is what I'll say. I'll leave sure. it at that. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I've, uh, I have, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm sure it's cool when I get there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I still overall, even with all my gripes, I would tell, I would probably still recommend anyone that likes video games to try this because I can totally understand why this would be something you would fall in love with. Um, I don't think it's there for me. Um, I know we're probably on the same page here, Brian. Um, I, uh, I think if it was, if you're someone who doesn't play that many games and you're just willing to kind of like. Let yourself get absorbed by this, and and you don't mind dying over and over, and you and you're just exploring, and you can just really kind of get like just engulfed in everything that the game has to offer. Then more power to you, and you'll probably fucking in, be in love with it. But that that's just mm-hmm. not not me, I guess, or and not you too. So, um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. Hopefully, I can get through it. I want to get through it almost out of spite at this point, just to say I beat it. And then I could say I overall did not enjoy it that much. But I guess maybe that indeed will change my mind a little bit. I don't. I do not know. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been playing that. Oh, actually, were you playing anything else, Brian? I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay, it. Okay, so I've been playing that, um, obviously. And then uh, I've been playing a bunch of Cadence of Hyrule on my Switch. Um, it's awesome. It's uh, it's I am very bad at rhythm games, so I very much appreciate the option to turn off the beat. I try to turn on the beat when I can, because, like, I usually handle, like, basic enemies, but, like, fighting, like, like dungeons where there's, like, rooms with seven guys, um, I, I get a little overwhelmed, and I end up fucking up a whole bunch, so I do appreciate the, the rhythm being turned off. Um, it's very pretty, uh, there's a, you know, it's, 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 it's super Zelda-y, way more than I was expecting it to be, like, the music remixes are so cool, like, Everything about it is it screams Zelda, you know, and it, it's it's like it's more Zelda than Necro Necrodancer. That's what I was kind of afraid of. Um, I started two of the dungeons. I haven't beat them yet. The I think the Grudo Valley dungeon and the and the Lake Hylia um, dungeon two. I, I think that's a dungeon. I don't know. That's where I'm at. I think it, it, it's, everyone's frozen. I don't know what I'm doing there yet, but I'm there. Um, it's all, you know, it's really cool. Once you start getting more upgrades, it gets a little easier. In the beginning, it was fucking, I was dying so much. Um, one, because, because I was trying to figure out how to play, really. And two, because you already started with three hearts. But once you start getting upgrades, it gets easier. And it, you also keep a lot of your shit. Like, you don't keep rupees and, like, various little things you pick up, like, upgrades. But, like, items you keep. 
and like uh, heart containers you keep and stuff like that uh, from one run to the next. Um, and everybody that I've heard talk about it, it's kind of like once you start getting a lot of these upgrades, you're not gonna die. Like you're you're gonna because in a normal Zelda game, unless you're really bad, you don't really die too often, especially with like fairies and bottles and stuff like that. Um, but I'm very impressed with it so far. I have like maybe half the map uncovered. Um, it's a very cool game. It's 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 like it, it makes me very hopeful for the future with uh, Nintendo using their franchises in in, in this way. Um, but it's uh it's an if you're as big, if you're a Zelda fan or the Crypto Necrodancer was a really cool game um, when it came out what like two or three years ago, then you would love it. But I I'm I'm very much into it um, right now. I'm sure. I will have a little more to say when I beat it, which I'm sure... It's not a long game. I'm sure if I sat down and, like, really played it and not just played it in, like, a little small burst, I probably could beat it pretty quickly. There's only four, uh, four temples. It is, apparently, temples are pretty quick. Um, so it's it, it's pretty much like you beat the four temples. Uh, there's a force field around uh, Castle Hyrule, which you have to get to, um, and then you get there, and then you fight the boss, and that's the game, pretty much. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm excited to get back to that and play more. Um... But uh, but yeah, that's so that's all I've been playing. So let's uh, let's do some quick news, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. All right. So yeah, back to Destiny real quick. The uh, the Eververse changes are coming in September two, which are very good. I'm very excited for the Eververse changes. So um, so what what so what is it exactly? So everything everything's getting or everything's getting converted. To so armor sets in the Eververse. Yes. Um. So I I have some questions about how like sparrows and the uh, emotes and all that stuff will work. Um. But I know that the uh, Eververse armor, which I've always thought that all of the sets throughout the last seven seasons, um, they've all been very cool. Yes. It's it's very good looking armor sets for each character, and the biggest knock against it is that when you get the armor set it's at a power level of 10 you infuse it. so then you have to infuse it and when forsaken came out uh that cost materials that cost glimmer cost legendary swords cost the very coveted enhancement cores and unless you're a hardcore player you really even for hardcore players enhancement cores are not something that's easy to stockpile no so it was just something that you never like infusing those. It just you, never really made sense. Yeah, unless you had a huge abundance of them, you weren't going to do that. Exactly, yeah. and also the rolls, uh, you know, on the armor. Sometimes you could get a really bad roll and then just be stuck with that Eververse armor, even though you like the look of it. It's but not good armor. It would just yeah. have, yeah. You just the perks would just wouldn't be benefiting your character. Yeah. Um. So. They're changing it so now the Eververse armor, as long as you've had it, you could pull it out of collections now. It'll cost Legendary Shards or Glimmer. It won't cost Bright Dust as it, as it were. Bright Dust, I think, is just being eliminated entirely or is being used uh, for a different you, purpose. No, you earn it. You earn it like a currency. You earn it through just activities and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that's you'll be able to use Bright Dust for the emotes and the sparrows you, that, and the that, ghost shells and stuff. Yeah, she sells. Yeah, that's still that is just how that works. Yeah. So the biggest change is that the armor now you will be able to add any Eververse armor that you've dropped or acquired as an ornament to any legendary armor set. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of people running around with various Eververse sets of armor. Yeah, so they're called... Pretty much everybody. Yeah. Universal ornaments. It's essentially like a transmog system, like from like Diablo 3. 
There's one, uh, I think WoW does it too. So pretty much you could change any armor that you have currently into whatever armor you want it to look like. Which is probably something Destiny should have had from the get-go, now that I'm really thinking about it. Um, but I guess better late than never. So now everyone's fucking ar uh, men won't look like weird fucking, like... They, like, they fell into, like, your closet and they just came out wearing whatever, and that's just kind of what they're wearing now. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, this whole idea of, like, being relevant throughout this season is, like, I, I'm, like, so hardcore back on the Destiny grind is because, like, I want a full set of raid armor or I want a full set of the Menagerie armor. Like, I just want to look like the, an established character. <laughs> That yeah. has done everything they possibly could this season, sure, you know? Sure, yeah. Well, I think it's also because, like, we play Destiny enough to be those guys, but for some reason we never fully become those guys. So I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I get you. I, 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 I want to come into Shadowkeep hard. I want to come into Shadowkeep, like, guns blazing. Same. Fully erect. Okay. So, uh -huh. um, yeah, so that's cool. That's uh, that comes with the update. I kind of wish that was happening now. I know, like you said that. Oh my god! But that's yeah, same. I wish this was something they were like, we're like, hey, we're doing this and it's going live next week. Yeah. Uh, but I understand that they probably have <coughs> like contractually, like with Activision, like they probably have to finish out like, you know, the rest of this season. Yeah. With ha with having the bright like you know the way the currency is currently situated with the eververse stuff and the, the pay you know x amount for certain stuff so mm -hmm. so one other but, uh, it's yeah everything they're doing is just being like you know the community is just like you know hands up clapping oh it's all good like all good so, stuff yeah all good so so uh one thing which i guess it depends how you feel about it if you think this is good or not but um Luke Smith has already talked about uh lord of wolves which is currently a shotgun it's an exotic uh uh energy shotgun right now that's kind of taken over um iron banner it's very good it's kind of overpowered um if you have it you love it if you don't have it you, you die from it over and over and over again so they have already said that they're not going to nerf it until the end of the summer or late later this summer they said um the apparently his reasoning was to maintain the work-life balance of the developers kind of like not being like you guys have to fucking get in here we gotta fix this shit by next week you know what i mean so it's more like you know we get it we, we're gonna fix it but right now like it's not like breaking everything like it's okay like we'll get there um which i his his reasoning specifically about how it is a um like it's an actual tool to use for roaming supers yeah, that um, was an interesting kind of take Yeah, because, like, and I didn't realize how, like, there's actually, like, a huge, like, margin of, of, of the player base that, like, just really dislikes roaming supers. Well, I mean, they are kind and, of obnoxious. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, every character has at least one roaming... I mean, well, the Titan has three. I mean, the Hunter has two. I'm trying to think of, like, I mean, every... I mean, besides Blade Barrage... You know, I'm trying to think which ones aren't really roaming, you know? Like, well, the Hunter has three, technically. I mean, uh, fucking... Uh, gold, Gunslinger. Golden Gun, uh, yeah. Blades, and Arc Staff. Yeah, the Warlock has two with Nova Warp, and uh, the Sith Lord, and... Big Blast thing. Yeah. Well, that that's not roaming, but that, like... And Dawnblade, yeah. They, no, they're really... He does. The Warlock has three roaming yeah, supers, I guess. if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so this is very much turning into a Destiny podcast, so let me get back on track. The, uh, like, that being a counter to roaming supers because the Lord of Wolves is so powerful right now, especially the perk 
Um, what is that fucking called? I've the one he's been talking about all week. Uh, release the wolves. Release the wolves. Yes, yeah, so you hold R. It like re-reloads the weapon, and what it does is the the gun is like a shotgun burst fire gun, but it like is like super accurate. And if you release the wolves, it just pr pretty much turns it into like a pulse rifle with like really good range, and it hits as hard as a shotgun. Well, it, so it shoots very... ten bullets instead of five. It, it just shoots more of the things, and it shoots them much yeah, quicker. Yeah, quicker. Yeah, so it kind of turns it into a pulse rifle. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> Um, it is kind of like a pulse yeah, rifle, anyway. When I first shot it, it I was I was like, "Is this? Am I using the right gun? Is this a shotgun?" <laughs> yeah, um, which is like it's it's a very very cool exotic. Don't get me wrong, um, but yeah, it's just super overpowered. And uh, like you said, I think it's cool. That the developer was like, "Yeah, sorry, like we know it's kind of broken, but it's like not that broken." Like you know, yeah. it's like this like you know let just let you guys have fun with it and let everybody just deal with it. And like I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, same. But I I also think that like in the next month or two, there's going to be a lot of balancing changes before Shadowkeep gets released, and there'll be a lot of like nerfs and buffs and oh like, yeah, tons of it. balancing. Yeah, in one of the more recent blog posts, they've talked about how I think just the weapons are going to get overhauled in like a really big way. Yeah, because like right now the meta is just so specific to like pulse rifles, hand cannons, you know. And just like you could kind of just name a few other things that are like really popular, you don't really see scout rifles, auto rifles are really not not non-existent besides like you know one or two in the rotation. Um, nobody really uses swords anymore because grenade launchers, you know, are so OP and rockets. You know, it's just like when you really think about this, like the whole like arsenal as like as in its entirety, like it's just it, you really can boil it down to just like you know a couple genres of the weapons and just like then you just cherry pick one or two in each group of what's really good and that's what everybody's using you know uh -huh. yeah I always thought just the whole idea of like weapon balancing to literally like make weapons unusable like I understand like like it's almost impossible to make a perfect world where every weapon is viable well I mean like remember in Destiny 1 like I mean scout rifles how important was you know uh, the hung jury well, yeah, but that that was also a PVE thing, too. Or, I mean, even, like, Destiny 2, when that first released, everyone had Midas. Every single person had a Mida multi-tool. And that was the only yeah. thing people used. And people didn't use auto rifles or pulse rifles yet. And then pulse rifles came back in, and now pulse rifles, like, the thing to have, you know? It's just, like, I didn't, like, you know, it's just almost, like, it's weird to think that there's, like, guns that I wouldn't even, like, I'll, like, scoff at the idea of using it in a Crucible match uh -huh. or something. But, like, it should be. Everything should no, be viable. Yeah. Like, you know. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, if not everything, then just have you have to just add more of that, you know, weapon type that is viable, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, so there's not just, like, one of each thing. Like, oh, like, auto rifles really aren't the best right now. But, like, there's this one or that one that's, like, or is pretty good. Yeah. You know? Like, you can't really... It's, it's like you said, it's really tough to find, like, the perfect balance of every weapon type. Yeah. It's just, um, it just, they seem, it's like, it's almost like, like a seesaw. It's like when one thing is doing good, they just, like, they just ruin it, and then another thing becomes really good, and then they ruin that. Yeah. Like, they, like it just seems like they never go a half step. It's either, it's totally, it's like totally viable to the point it's OP, and then they make it totally useless where you, you're never going, like, you know, like, do you ever see a Prometheus lens in the fucking Crucible now? No, you would, nope. you know? And I'm sure in, by the end of the summer, not a single person's going to be using a Lord of Wolves. So, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, Pat's been saying it. He hopes that they just they're able to balance things a little bit better because he just doesn't want the Lord of Wolves to just get nerfed into the like into oblivion again. You know, like if you think about 
you know, the exotics that people have just had too much fun with or have been a little too overpowered. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm waiting for Thunderlord to get nerfed into a blue. As it hasn't and, you know, yet, like, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, just you think about it, you know, Whisper's gone. Um, what's the giant fusion rifle everybody used to use? Um, the fucking giant laser beam. What is that thing called? It's a heavy? Yeah. Uh... I don't know. Fuck, what? Yeah, come on. It came out with Warmind. It was that long-ass quest. Sleeper Simulant. Oh. Yeah, is that still a one-shot no, kill in uh, Gambit? It's still, yeah, it is. It's still, but like I think they nerfed like the tracking on it. Remember how it used to, like, anywhere near just, the like, person and it like obliterated them? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. People do. You know, yeah, but now you got truth. Now you just fucking lock and load and fucking not think about it. Like, did you see? There's a GIF on Reddit of someone literally aiming like the rocket, like up in the sky. And it just flies and down it, on the person behind a wall. Yeah, yeah ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> stupid. It's it, but like I know I that's know. like the it's whole like, point of it, but still. It's ridiculous, but fucking warms my heart at the same yeah. time. All right, so yeah, get dusty podcast. Uh, Whoop, whoops, right, sorry, not sorry. All right, real quick, last last thing, which uh, this I think bodes well for the future. So, uh, Apex Legends, uh, there's now flying dragons in the map. Um, so far, they are basically they don't really do anything. They fly around. They don't really bother anybody. You can kill them, and they drop a loot box that gives you some decent loot. No one really knows what they're here for. Um, obviously, this is reminiscent of uh, a Fortnite update, like where they'll just kind of plop something in there, and then everyone goes, "What the fuck is this?" And then it turns into a thing. So it's kind of cool that they're they're uh, starting to do stuff like that. Like it kind of makes me a little motivated to like maybe update Apex and maybe jump in. Like, well, no, I'm going to want to jump in when they finally go. Like, this is why these are here, type of thing. If they go that route, I guess they can just might leave them what they are, but that'd be kind of dumb. Um, but yeah, so I think that's kind of cool. I think it's awesome. I it's such like a it, like no battle royale can do that, and it would like I mean besides Fortnite, Fortnite can literally do, do whatever they do want, do whatever the fuck they want. It would somehow make sense. Yeah, it just I think with Apex, it's it really needs to kind of just like take a uh, like a you know just cannonball into like you know weird updates of just like you know have dragons flying around the map that fuck with you and shit. Yeah. Just like you know, just really go like go crazy. Make it fucking weird. That's what, well, that's what I think everyone wanted, and, they, and they've just kind of really... I don't they've kind of dropped the ball, in my opinion, on, like, that kind of stuff, but maybe they're making up for it, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it on other episodes, like, they've announced, like, how the the second battle pass will work, and it sounds so much better than the first one, yeah. and all the rewards seem like they're really worth it, and, yeah. you know, the introduction of a new character is going to be... That always brings life back into these games, so... Uh-huh. I mean, you know, what as at most the battle pass will cost 10 bucks, maybe the character will cost 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, at, it's a free to play game, so if I have to spend another $20 and even if I don't play it that much, you know, even if I play it here and there and get back into it a little bit, I mean, the barrier to entry is so low because it's free to play, you can't really argue or complain too much about no, it, you know. No, I hear you. I'm with you. So. So. And yeah, that's it. That's it for news. All right, Dan, any off topic? Um not really, I guess. No, I don't really have anything. I've really been watching anything, um, or I guess listening to anything super new lately that I haven't mentioned before. So no. Uh, the dude that the fuck, what was it? Uh, take my horse down Old Town Road. What is the L- name of that song? Lil Nas. Lil Nas. He released like a full album. Apparently, uh, did he? Is it bad? I think it's bad. Yeah, it's probably bad. Yeah, he found lightning. Seven. He found lightning in the bottle with that fucking song. That's 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 gonna end end there. I would have to imagine. 
It's one, two, three, four, five. Six. It's seven tracks. I didn't listen to any of it, but the but Pitchfork reviewed it, like that big music yeah. magazine website. And the headline was, "We think Lil Nas X hates music." Oh, okay. So curious, like what all that is? Sure. <laughs> or what that's about? I'm, I think that's really. Funny. I'm now very curious. To listen to the album. Yeah, um, that'll be on my to-do list. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone has a Spotify membership, and I mentioned this to you guys this week, they have a a playlist that updates every day in the morning called Your Daily Drive, and it is really cool. <laughs> I really like it. Um, so what it does, it actually, so the description of it actually, I will just read it from, uh, I don't know if it actually has a description on it. So what it does is it, it like mixes in news and, um, like, you know, curates a playlist for you. And like, there's, so they have like an introduction, which is just like the current events and like headlines, like any other, just like, you know, when like you listen to any regular ass radio station at the top of the hour they just go over like you know the normal bullshit like current events type stuff uh-huh. like it's a little political a little like to try to you know can't really be too local but um you know overall it's you know it's kind of like world events current events stuff like that but it's like it's not like they just give you like the bare bones like they're literally just reading you the headlines like they're not like it's not anything like you know doesn't lean too far left or right in its opinion it's very just like centerized and just like this is what's going on and then it'll play you know like i said a very curated playlist for you of three or four songs that are like gimmies then there's like you know that like they usually throw like a curveball in there something new that you really don't listen to just like hey maybe you'll like this you know yeah and then usually there's always a segment that's done by the new york times so they'll give you the little intro, which is like four minutes long, that's all new stuff. They'll give you four songs. Then they do like a um, another like one to two minute like briefing, which is more just like news topics and stuff. And then the same thing, four songs. Um, and then they do this thing that's um, it's yeah, the daily by uh, New York Times, which is usually anywhere between fifteen to twenty five minutes, and it's literally just like a little podcast that's on like an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found all of those to be like really cool, really insightful, very well done, high production value. Okay. Um, and then it finishes off with literally like a dozen songs and every day this week I've listened to it and I thought it is like really, really neat and nice. Okay. And delightful. Cool. Yeah. So if anyone has a Spotify membership, check out, uh, the, your daily drive playlist. It's really cool. It's like something that's just so different. You know, like I don't think anything on iTunes has ever done anything like that, you know, like, anywhere else where it's like actual songs and news and curated in the same spot and like on a streaming service so yeah no it sounds interesting something, yeah, check something it out. different yeah it, it's cool cool anything else uh no no All right. else. take us out to see bro alright uh I will I will take us out to see Dan uh everybody thank you so much for listening to another episode of the OK Gamers podcast I'm Brian you can find me on Twitter Edson's Brian here with my good pal Dan you can find him at Twitter at Dianones with three Z's count on three three Z's yeah, if you want to talk to us more, you could jump in our Discord. Uh, OKGamers.com will link you an invite to it. If that doesn't work for whatever reason, you could find us at Twitter and just reach out to us with a DM, and we will hook you up with an invite. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Everybody else, uh, enjoy the video. Goodbye.